0: sean capri i'm glad you're here because you're listening to the most horsepowerful podcast on the internet it's the xbox drive i'm on a skype call with my friend ryan turford he's the weatherman on the moose and on our journey today pentiment is actually pretty good so what do you think about that well jump on into the xbox drive bra, 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 bra.
1: greater than x
0: I'm in rare form today, Ryan Turford. I'm ready to go. I missed the Nintendo Drive, so you get me this week on the Xbox Drive. What are you doing? How are you doing, my friend?
1: <laughs> I, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. First of all, you know, I'm just basking in Sean Capri's, you know, podcast energy over here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad at least, Baskin you know, it. W- one of the us is bringing the hype because my sinuses are going crazy, Sean, because the weather is all over the place here in Toronto. So my body just doesn't know what to do with itself. At Your body's part, not sorry. ready? Is that what you're trying to say? It is not ready. My it was not, not ready, ready for it to be 20 degrees outside oh, two days ago. And then it's now like minus five and snowing.
0: Here's the thing. So, you know, we have a lot of people listening from all over the world, including the United States of America, who they don't they don't do Celsius. You would think by now you'd get it like like just exposure to the Celsius. You think that they yeah. would at least have some form of understanding but like, I don't get it. Like, right. Right. Trying to teach you something over here. Okay? Well,
1: I mean, Sean, you know, to, to put things in perspective, I think that, you know, you can't really say the same thing about you know centimeters and feet. Like it's not like we're gonna we rag on Americans for not you know measuring ev- everything in centimeters and and uh and yeah, we're meters. not asking for too much. Yeah, we're just or kilograms. Like we're not asking for you know Americans to weigh themselves in kilograms. I don't it's even just weigh just, myself in kilograms.
0: No, although it no, I mean, would be better. Actually, the number would be smaller. Kilograms. That'd be all right. Probably. Like, look how much know. weight I've lost. I weigh myself in <laughs> kilograms now. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's how. That's how you get away with, you know, uh, after Christmas. To you, you're like, oh man, I ate all this Christmas food, mm-hmm. but then I look on the scale I'm like, oh, well, I actually lost weight because I'm measuring myself in kilograms.
0: yeah Shout out know. to Kevin starting a science chant in the crowd in the chat over here. Love it. Yeah. Good God. Well, anyways, the, the Xbox. Drive, we we got to move, about Xbox man. All the time. We got to move
1: today. So folks, I don't know if you want to support the show, there's a number of awesome ways to do that. Number one, if you're watching on YouTube, write me out over at youtubecom carpoolgaming carpool gaming. Or if you're watching the video on demand later, don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel and ring that notification bell. Although I feel bad for the notification bell people this week because this is the week of review. So a new review every single day this week uh, <laughs> and it just never ends. Amazing. <laughs> (laughs) There there are so many reviews, so keep an eye out on the YouTube channel. Also, if you're listening on audio feeds, don't forget to hit us with that subscription there as well. Or rate us if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And then last but not least, if you want the show a little bit early or if you want uh, some exclusive content, head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash carpoolgaming through a little tip in the old tip jar and out comes content well without further ado because like i said we got to get moving let's grab our a tracks pop them in it is time for the playlist no crazy banter here we got to talk about the games we've been playing so before i get to kind of the big big xbox release of this week sean which i already did a review for this week it's on the channel um i want to know what you played because i I know you played call of duty for example i know you played that campaign tell me about that i
0: beat it i finished the campaign ryan another example of why it's important to beat a game before you say, this is what I think about it. Now, I'm not sure that anybody's really going to need or want to, or make a case for uh putting out a review, having only played a third or half of a Call of Duty campaign. They're not all that long, but Call of Duty, Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare 2 campaign I have completed. It started out very, very strong. And my goodness gracious, Ryan, this thing completely falls off the tracks. It loses all of its strengths. It's, Oh, I am so frustrated by this because I was coming after IGN for their six. And how dare they? Like, they obviously rushed this review and blah, blah, blah. Because I was at the point where I was only a couple missions into this thing. And how could it go anywhere but great with this thing? And I'm not there, dude. Uh, it's every mission is completely different. So that's cool. It's got variety. But the thing that I'm missing out of it is there's no there's not like a it's so stupid to, to compare to this. But there's no like Normandy moment. There's no like, Mm -hmm. holy crap, we are at war moment. It's, it's very, it's urban warfare. It's modern warfare. So I guess there is that, but like it it relies too much, I think on like splash more than immersive battle behavior. Like, it's not like, oh my gosh, I can't Mm -hmm. believe this is happening to me. And how am I going to overcome these odds and stuff? It's a lot of combat scenarios that you just end up finding yourselves in. The story is based around like two primary baddies and both of them have terrible endings. Um, like, like laughable i i thought like there's no way that's the end of that guy i can't believe like that's that was the boss battle like that was the, the you know that was the, i feel like i look at like a game like metal gear solid that came out like 30 years ago and went like how is that just not the standard now how do we not have these moments where you take this guy down and it is incredible and there's two opportunities for modern warfare 2 to do this and they miss on both of them is so lame i would love to know for the people who um Who have beaten this if they feel the same as me. But like to me, the story is so, so there is a turn that happens. That's completely unearned. And I see Donnie Reese in the chat. I'm so, I actually, I feel like I owe an apology directly to Donnie because I know we really love this, but the, um, the moments that needed to hit, they just, they just didn't, but the multiplayer is great. That is the one thing I continue to play the multiplayer. And I think just overall, it's worth it just for that. But man, I was disappointed with this really could have hit so hard there's never a moment like even not even just the beach of normandy like what about the ship from modern warfare one where like mm-hmm. you're going in you do the thing and all of a sudden like that thing is coming down you've got to race out and you jump out at the end like there's not a moment like that not in yeah. the whole thing so i just thought it was a bit of a wasted opportunity because call of duty should really just shake my bones and my experience with it
1: yeah it almost sounds like what you're kind of describing is the idea that it's like they, they're like hey we everyone loves that all gillied up level in you know there is one of those there is one one of those in the game but they're like hey let's kind of do levels like that that are kind of like one-off things rather than the the Day level or the the stalingrad level from call call of duty the original which is still like one of the most memorable video games experiences i've ever had where it's just like well you start the level and you either have a gun with no ammo or you have an ammo with no gun and you gotta you know find resources while also yes, dodging you know dodging the bullets. Fire and stuff. it's the
0: worst yeah. it's the worst final mission in a long time like okay there's two big roughed up dudes you can't just like punch them in the face you need to find something sharp so they're going to be battling you you're looking all over the place and it just felt really disjointed donnie in the chat says and he likes the halo campaigns i feel like the halo campaigns do a wonderful job in throwing you in the middle of a battlefield and it feels great and it flows the variety at least to me the variety here was a disservice to the game because it felt so disjointed <laughs> i never really went from like one thing to the next feeling good about it it's like oh i guess that's over so i guess we're on to the next thing but i yeah i just i wanted it to flow a little bit better nothing really it just seemed like it was different for different sake and yeah i'm sorry man i just didn't love it yeah i get that because it almost sounds like they again they had a bunch of ideas for stuff but they couldn't
1: settle on one idea so it's kind of feels disjointed like that i started
0: to think about like what if every level would like is this the toys for bob level and is this the vicarious visions level like i don't know like yeah i I don't know how this game is made or anything but i know how many different teams are are on this this project and i i wonder about that sometimes i know it's infinity ward of course but like yeah how do they divvy it all up so disappointed but at least yeah. I've got the multiplayer. That's all good. Yeah, the
1: multiplayer is still multiplayer fun. Is like both great. of us have been playing it. We played it on stream on Saturday and yep. it was really fun.
0: Super so, fun. So
1: uh, yeah, I think that's really Terrible fun. AI Warzone, or, um, Warzone just came out today as well. Um, I'm not going to so touch it. I uninstalled it. <laughs> I saw a lot of people on Twitter really excited for Warzone. Know but are. the Battle Pass is also out today, Sean. And I'm excited for to, to start leveling what is? that up as well. Battle Pass. Oh, Battle Pass. Battle, Battle Pass.
0: Yeah, very cool. Battle Pass. Yep. Yeah. Didn't play Halo though. It's got that big update. Yeah, didn't play that. Yeah, I saw
1: people saw people trying to install that. Um, I actually played around with Halo a little bit because I jumped into Forge mode because I wanted to see some of the levels people made.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> they're all really bad, and I'm like, well i'll wait until there's actually good levels to play here
0: kevin in the chat says uh it sucks to hear about the modern warfare campaign ethan from uh from save the game actually really liked it and said it was the best in ages so i like i don't i don't mean to say this as a definitive thing this was my own experience donnie really liked it ethan obviously really liked it as well i just i don't know i i it it fell flat for me i'm I'm sorry (laughs) sorry guys
1: i'm sorry man Well, I mean, yeah, because I've only really played through the first level of the campaign and I I haven't really just had a time to to play it at this point. I'm excited to play it, you know, before game of the year time happens. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to jump in, even though it's kind of even though it sounds like it's all over the place. I do want to at least see the end of it. I just want a good villain. Like it's it's. it's not complicated. You need a liquid. It needs a liquid steak, Sean. You need to fight a dude. Oh my god! Uh, like bare
0: chested on the back of a jeep with your fists. It's like, so like predictable. The, no, it's Every fine. piece about it was just like, oh, here comes the twist, and wow, I'm shocked about that. And it wasn't even it wasn't even executed all that well. It, oh man, just couple, yeah. you got the best people. You got the the most. <laughs> the reveal of the ultimate villain at the end. I mean, okay, at the the very end, they're all sitting around having drinks. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not why I played ten-hour campaign. Is for the post-credit scene. Not yeah. not going to. Well, yeah. another contentious game, Sean. Oh, that we
1: have to talk about is it that I actually put up a review up on, earlier this week. We'll get to why it's contentious in a second. Uh, is Pentiment. So Pentiment, uh, I of course was playing it all weekend. Like this was basically the game that took up all my time, uh, pretty much over the from the last time we spoke. Um, until, you know, the review went up on on Monday um, and I really, really, really liked this game a lot. I actually in the review, I had like kind of overflowing praise because like even a lot of times when I go and review games, I, I always usually make a checklist of like all the things I like and all the things I don't like. And on on the the column of things I don't like, it was like the the beginning hour is slow and that was it. Everything else I loved about this game, from the writing to, you know, the visual design. um, I, I love the un- the unique way that they use the, anim- the, the the they animate the backgrounds and the characters and how like the fonts, the way that they're animated, play into the story itself and how it conveys, you know, different emotions in the characters that are talking. I just really, really enjoyed that game. It went on really, really long, like way more longer than I thought it was going to, because. I thought I was only. I thought I had only played it for like 20 hours. But then eventually there was an update for the game that allowed you to see the amount of time it took you to play it. And it actually took me 36 hours to finish. I was I did not not expect that. Although um, the Xbox dashboard timer only says I played the game for 10 hours for some reason. Interesting. Um, so I don't know which to believe, but it was, it, you know, when I saw the 36 hour mark in game, I'm like, yeah, actually, you know what? That makes sense. That makes sense as to. How much time I I sunk into this game. But the reason why I mentioned this game is contentious, because I'm seen a lot of people trying this game on Twitter and they're like, Yeah, I I fell asleep 20 minutes into it and I can't get past it. Don't bring this. Brock's or, comment
0: into this. <laughs>
1: it's not just Brock. He's not the only but one I saw, saying said, that. I saw lots of people that. saying. He literally said that
0: okay. I mean, I also saw Brock you know Felsy multiple content Fortnite. creators
1: also like MACA, for example, who said, Yeah, I played this game for an hour and I'm not gonna make guide videos or do any content on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, because he's just not into it. Yeah. So um, For fans it, of the genre. Yeah, it's definitely like a, a murder mystery visual novel style game but, um, in like a point and click kind of interface. So yeah. if you're into that type of thing, then I think you're really, really going to enjoy this game. Like it's one of the best like point and click adventure games I think I've ever played. Dude. But if you're not into that, that is just one of those things where, of course, it's it's going to be tough to get into. But Sean, I want to know the reason I wanted to bring up Pet to is I wanted to know what what your thoughts
0: about Pentiment, are you going to check it out? Have you checked it out already? What do you think? I knew this game, I just want to say, cuz I know our friend over at the Trophy Room, Mr. Badbit is throwing a lot of shade around here um, about this game. I knew this game was going to be great the moment that I saw it. You never bet against mm-hmm. Obsidian, and I never did. I always believed in this. Uh just from a I don't know it almost seems like a hardcore style like RPG like you really have to be into this style of game to really appreciate it but I never doubted it I have it installed on my PC actually uh, I wanted to get uh, Call of Duty done I also need to finish Mario and Rabbits because we're going to do a review on that uh, with with Garrett and and Seth as well so this is on the docket I feel like it might slip though only because of those other things that I definitely need to get to but Man, mm-hmm. I wanna, I wanna celebrate these kind of weird different games. You know, we talk so much about, like, there's not enough new IP or whatever else. This seems like something that should be celebrated, even just for trying to take a chance between this and, they not up sitting to grounded as well, by the way. Yeah, they did. Yep. In the same year? Like, what a studio. This might be, this might be right up there with, um, uh, mm-hmm. playground actually is. Well, especially the best. with this game in particular, cause it was like
1: 15 dudes at obsidian, like Josh Sawyer that. just grabbed a bunch of guys and put them together and they just put up this amazing game just all on their own. And he, he there was also an inter- interview with him, uh, with John Sawyer that came out this morning uh, where he talked about the idea that if it wasn't for Game Pass, you know, games like this wouldn't totally. really exist because like trying to pitch this to another publisher, like they would have never, mm-hmm. like another publisher would not would never have taken this. Yeah. Or even Microsoft even would might not have, you know, taken a chance with a game like this if it wasn't for Game Pass, trying to sell this game for full price. Like mm-hmm. just not enough people would have bought into it because of how niche the genre
0: is for a game like this. I just want to be um, clear about my slamming the trophy room. They are trying to say that like they let us have it. They didn't know what they had. They picked this and they yeah. let it go. And I think that's a stupid move. I think, like, I don't know how you're trying to spin this bad bit, but like, that's a bad move. You let us have this one, man. Because I saw for what it was, I knew that we were gonna, it was gonna, it was gonna rely on great writing, which it sounds like that's basically where they hit it out of the park, Ryan.
1: Yeah, 100%. Like, that, it's, this is, again, like, it, it honestly if this was came out a little bit earlier, we would have been probably be talking about this in like the, the best narrative talk for yeah, the game. and yeah.
0: Stuff like that. Ooh, that's the other thing we need to iron out as well is what the, the streaming, like the, what what we're doing for our live reacts for Jeff Keeley's yeah. event as well. But that's for, we'll, that's we'll talk about that later. later. We'll maybe that, maybe that's a topic we talk about on the Yumi Capri podcast. Exclusive. Yes. Patreon.com yes. slash carpool gaming, $3 and up. That's for you people. Donnie yeah. and I will so probably talk about Call of Duty on Sweet Hangs, which is also available as an exclusive. So stay tuned for that next five hour go. podcast will do. Exactly.
1: So yeah, Pentiment again, I recommend oh, yeah. it's on game pass. So just try it out. I would say just try it out. And if it's not for you, you just uninstall it at that point. Damn, but I, I just, I really, really enjoyed this game a lot. So I really encourage people to try it out. Cause especially like, you know, play it for an hour. And if you get past the first hour, like the story, just when it, the story gets really going. um, And that's when I was like, totally, totally hooked on this game. But I know that, you know, not everyone had that same experience. Um, so I would say, obviously, to try it out for yourself. For but nerds anyways, only. Mm-hmm. Let's slam the brakes on this conversation, Sean, because it's time for some b- 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 breaking news. And of course, we got to talk about new Game Pass games, Sean, because you know it's that the the middle of the month. We got our the rest of the November games coming to Game Pass. So we're started off. Pentiment and Somerville are out today. Um, Somerville, by the way, having contentious reviews, kind of all over the place too with that one. People either really? really like that game or hate it. Yeah. Like, I think it only I think it's like a 72 on Open Critic, which funny, funny story. We almost swapped out one of our games for for Somerville in in our Open Critic League with the trophy room. I'm yeah. kind of glad we did. Good choice. Yeah. But then on November 17th, we're getting a bunch of stuff. Dune Spice Wars on PC, Ghost Lore on PC, Lapin and norco on consoles and then on november 22nd we're getting Gungrave gore which is a day and date released um that's like based off like a ps2 franchise that also was like an anime series i'm interested to see how that turns out um we also are getting uh insurgency Stan- sandstorm based off you know the hit da rude song sandstorm you've got to be up. kidding me no it's not okay it's, it's not But Sandstorm's in the name. So it's coming out November 29th, um, as well as Soccer Story. That's a day and date release as well, which I know people are excited about. And then Warhammer 40K Dark Tide coming to PC on November 30th. Again, that's also a day and date release. I know Lockleth, for example, very excited about Sports Story. I'm excited to hear what she has to say about that game. Soccer Story. There you go. Whatever. Same thing. Well, the following games are also leaving Game Pass on November 30th. We are losing Archvale, Deer Simulator, Final Fantasy 13 2 Mind Scanners, Mortal Shell, Space Warlord, Oregon tra- Trading Simulator, Undungeon and Warhammer 40K Battle Sector. So play this games now if you want to play them, especially Final Fantasy 13, 2 I would grab that one while it's still on sale because the th- uh, the backwards compatible version with X enhancements is really, really good. So I actually recommend checking that game out because it's actually a really good RPG. If you've ever played it,
0: Sean, of course, is just
1: like, "Ah, eh, it's
0: fine." Oh no, what too many really games right I do now, without Final Fantasy 13 2? I guess I'll just cancel yep. my Game Pass subscription, Ryan. I mean, at this point, Sean, I don't know why you'd even keep it at
1: that point. Like you're, you're, you just—I think you're right. Need lightning in your life, okay? But, yep. anyways, moving on. It's time to talk about them Game Awards, Sean. So oh. the Game Awards have announced. They're nominees for Game of the Year. Um, we're not, Obviously, their full list of nominees is on the, the website as well, so you can go check them out there. But we'll only talk about specifically the Game of the Year nominees. So we got A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Now, before I ask you about this, Sean, the Muffin Muffinmon, Kevin Ainsworth, has a question about this for us. And he asks, what games do y'all think got snubbed at the game awards so before i let you answer sean there's something i need to you know put out here publicly um and the the main reason why i'm actually not going to touch this subject with a 10-foot pole is because we uh, we actually announced because my workplace the cbc um we actually recently announced that we are involved with voting on the game awards and we're actually part of the, the the voting panel um and as a result i'm actually staying you know clear of talking about Specific questions like this one. So I will be deferring to you on this. There, I have my specific reasons for for not going into it uh now. We'll talk about this at a later date. But uh for now, I just wanted to throw that out there for full transparency sake. So I want to know, Sean, from you. First of all, what do you think of this list and what got snubbed?
0: I think it's pretty good. I didn't play stray. Um, so I can't really comment on it from a personal standpoint, but I feel like that might be a bit of a maybe a bit of a stretch you know, um, that it's, that yeah. it's up there. Uh, I felt like immortality got a lot of chatter earlier this year in that style of like, this could be the best thing ever. And I didn't, I don't know. It's not, it's obviously not as a part of this group, but it's in. Yeah. I
1: got nominated for best game direction, right. which is kind of like the tier right below game of the year, but
0: not the game of the year. Award. Dancing around the, I feel like the obvious in chat is, is, is in here as well. Cult of the lamb, like so so great and i again i didn't play straight but i feel like if i were to swap two things out from personal experience like i would i would like to see call of the lamb in there because i think that is one of the best games um to come out in a very very long time i'm just scrolling through the list of games that i actually played this year and i don't think anything else really comes to mind like where's triangle strategy by the way
1: it's in the rpg category game of the year for, for come on RPG. man yeah or
0: uh, yeah. or even that their destiny i don't know how they they do that with the uh, destiny expansions well, and whatnot this this year they allowed games as service games to be nominated for any
1: award um so in theory you know final fantasy 14 and walker could have also been in the game of the year talk as
0: well yeah yeah i think and and court's in the chat saying forza dlc i i um i'm not much of a stand for the for the uh the, the hot wheel stuff to be honest with you. I think it's a good add-on. I think that's great. I like the Lego stuff quite a bit better. I thought, um, Blizzard Mountain back on the third one. I think that was Forza Horizon 3. I thought that was better. Um, but yeah, uh, Garrett in the chat also, Nobody Saves the World. I didn't, I didn't play it, but I, I, I will say Stray is the only one that I'm pointing out again, not having played it, but I feel like the rest of the games are great. Like, and yeah. probably deserve to be there. You know, I haven't, I haven't gotten to God of War yet. It's on deck. I've got it downloaded. It's ready to go, but it seemed mm-hmm. like a good list. Overall. And so I, I guess the, the other question, Ryan, back to you is like, would you like to see the category expanded to include more, more, more possibilities? Kind of like what the Oscars did. They, they used to have, I think five, and they went to 10 or something like that. Like, would you yeah. want to include more at this top honor kind of list? I like that idea. Like, I like the idea of them
1: having more than six games, but even then, like I, I almost feel like, especially in a year like this too, where, you know, we had two standout games and then a lot of games that really kind of fit into this conversation, even 10 might've been too low of a number. Like, so it's Mm. like, where do you kind of draw the line as far as the, the number? So, i understand why they they do it at six because in most normal years that's really all you you need in this year in particular though it feels like one of those years where there could have probably been like 15 nominees
0: i think next year's and gonna be probably, even you even i guess better or worse whatever you want to say like yeah, i think there's that, gonna be true. more i think next year's could be the breaking point actually if everything's yeah next year's the year where the, you actually
1: probably could see them go to expand to like 10 games instead of six
0: but not really any xbox representation really here
1: no, the Not only game you can actually play, the only games you can play on Xbox on this list are Elden, Elden Ring and Plague Tale. Yeah. Yeah. Plague Tale's there too. But, yeah. Um, Maybe yeah. And no, in- I just, to your point about Stray as well, like I played it and uh, I understand why people like that game. I personally just didn't really have, wasn't really a huge fan of it. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, moving on. We got CD Projekt Red out here announcing the release date for the next-gen version of The Witcher Three. It'll be coming to Series X and S on December fourteenth. This will be a free update for anyone who owns any version of the game. So even if you don't own the fancy Game of the Year edition, you still get this update as well. Um, and the, apparently, they're adding some additional DLC to this. That's free DLC for The Witcher Netflix series as well. So you can dress that's as sweet. you know Henry Cavill uh, Geralt instead of you know the normal Geralt model which is pretty cool. I don't know if I'm going to go back and play this again because there are just so many games coming out uh, and this just seems like it's not really the time for a game like this to come out, like an update for this to come out, Sean. But I w- I'm
0: curious to know what do you think about uh, about this update? Are you going to go back and play Witcher 3 at some point? I've tried it twice and there's nothing against the game. It's always something has always pulled me away from it. But I think... man what a year to be making a decision like this but i am really struggling to keep up with the latest and greatest in games um and so i've been more and more just starting to think do i just play old games and this could be one that i just jump into or maybe just for a period of time i don't know if i need to make like such a sweeping decision that tackles everything but i i feel like the witcher is a major gap in my in my gaming. I love this. I love what it's trying to do. I love the way that it looks and obviously it's well regarded. Cyberpunk is right up there as well. Like I want to, I want to play that. It's just a matter of finding time for it. So this, this gives me and probably a lot of other people like a a reason to pop it up on the priority list. But man, December is a tough time. I'm going to be catching up on everything else that's been happening over these last couple of weeks. So it's hard to say at this point, I want to, but it's probably unlikely. But yeah, it's more of a me thing. It's a me, not you thing. No, exactly. This is the type of thing that I'm probably
1: going to check out next summer um, when I have a lot more time. And and that's that's usually when I'm going to be playing a lot of the older games, I think. Unless, of course, you know, next summer is filled up with games, too, Um, especially because like December, I've got, you know, Crisis Core and the Callisto Protocol and Marvel's Midnight Suns like all that month. So it's just like there's too much to play. already. But I also
0: feel like I need to play it before the next Dragon Age game comes out. And that seems yeah. we could we could be getting a surprise kind of thing there as is we'll, we'll move into predictions for the Game Awards at some point. But I feel like that could show up in a big way. Yeah, I think so, too. But anyways, last news story. Remedy have
1: announced that Control 2 is in development and will be coming to Xbox Series X and S sometime in the future. So we don't have a year specifically. I'm getting if, if I'm willing to guess on this one, it's probably 2024, you know, because we we know that they're doing Alan Wake remake next year or sorry alan wake 2 it's coming next year yeah um so i imagine that that this is like their next game that comes out the next year after alan wake 2 but uh are you
0: first of all are you in line with this sean do you think it's coming out later and also are you excited for control 2 at all i am excited about i actually wish that this was first i i like let alan wake go away like let make it alan asleep just go forever away we don't need it control control is a weird one and i don't know exactly how to like articulate this but it deserves to be in that conversation in like the best games ever. And I know that in certain circles it kind of is, and people who have played it, like if you know, you know. But like, I feel like there's just something, some sort of weird invisible ceiling that's keeping this game from being talked about in that way. But man, does it feel great? And it looks amazing, and it's totally inventive and different. And all it has all the things that we should want out of video games. It might even be like too much of some of those things for some people. But control is excellent man it is absolutely top tier i think i was listening to court i don't remember what show it was on but i feel like court was talking about why he missed this and it was probably the same for a lot of people there's a lot of games coming out in and around control we've seen this game have legs like no other like it keeps selling it keeps people are continuing to play it for the first time well after it's launched so yeah i'm excited it makes sense that they're making a second one i'm glad to see that as remedy Mm -hmm. really for the most part aside from now doing alan Wake 2 like they haven't done sequels, so i'm I'm kind of glad they like give us more of this. Like use that budget you' earned from this one to make it bigger, better, stronger, faster. all those things. It might even be a different protagonist. I have no idea. but the world they've built is so rich that i I can't wait to see what they do with this one, man.
1: Yeah, I'm actually really stoked with this one as well because, like, there were also just little nitpicks in the original Control, but if they do a sequel, I feel like they're going to, you know, be able to fix a lot of that mm-hmm. the stuff that I had, like, little nitpicks with the combat and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm, like, really excited to see what they do next with Control 2. And this is, again, refreshing to your point with where, you know, when they were independent, they would, like... Remedy would pitch the you know, the sequel to Alan Wake or sequels to their games, and like no publisher would touch them. Yeah. So now that they're kind of under the Epic umbrella, um, they're actually able to pitch some of these more ideas, and they're actually able to get them out. There. Can I can I say so, something? I want I want
0: to you know, see it. I want to see if people will leave comments or if this sparks some I don't know what. But I feel if it's safe to say that Control is in the same conversation as Spider Man and the Infamous games. Like I feel like it's as good. I think it's in that conversation of those games. Like, this is Sucker okay. Punch quality. Yeah, I could see that. I know I Sucker Punch did infamous, but not um, Spider Man. Wait, who did? Yeah, yeah. Close enough. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Insomniac. Exactly. Insomniac. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, anyways, let's let some of our friends into the car with us. It is time for the carpool. We're going to start with Nagachaka, who asked the question the Xbox Series S. Will be a whopping $70 cheaper for Black Friday here in Canada this year. Do you think the Series X will go on sale this coming Boxing Day or perhaps for Black Friday? 2023 so i think the reason why we're seeing series s go on sale now is because they've been you know in stock plentifully throughout the whole year so it makes sense for it to go on sale yep um and i, I and we don't haven't really seen that with series x yet where you know it's it's they're getting easier to find in stores but they're not it's not like a hundred percent you know success rate at this point so i think you know nagachaka we're probably looking closer to black friday next year for when we see it the, the series X specifically on sale, because at this point they're selling everyone that they basically make anyways at retail price. Why put it on sale? Yep. Um, But uh, Sean, what do you think about this
0: question? I want less of a, I mean, I already have it. So personally speaking, $70 off, that makes me almost want to buy a second one just to have it. Goodness gracious, that is crazy. Uh, I agree with absolutely everything you said, so nothing really to add there. But I will say that it has been a missed opportunity since day one for either the Series S or the Series X to not have some sort of significant um, automatic free thing for Game Pass. A month or three months or something get people like how is that not a thing this is the main driver this is like the 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 end goal is ultimate game pass how is this not a thing get people like it's the easiest trick in the book so i don't know i don't want series i don't want to see i don't think they should or or will have a discount on the price but start it now have a buy series s and get three months or whatever with game pass and then Roll that into just this is what we do now. And we've seen that in the past. I feel like it was the one X had a, had a had a price drop for for the holidays. And then January it went up for like a week and they're like, actually, we'll just make it that price because that seemed to work for us. So I want to see that Ryan Turford.
1: The hilarious thing about this, Sean, is that I actually remember that um, they, they actually have a new bundle for the series S coming out. Um, that they just announced yeah. on November 29th and it has a free to, a bunch of free to play stuff in it. So yep. Fortnite rocket league and fall guys yep. content, but no game pass. Why? Comes with it. Like, they could have,
0: they could have just done a game pass bundle instead. <laughs> that is like there must there must be a reason. Like it's uh, we can't be the only ones who've ever thought of this. It's not like they just they rolled this out. One like oh forgot to think about Game Pass. Like I I just can't I just don't understand it. Why would they not yeah. want to get people at least started? And then even if they were to lapse, they could try to reactivate them somewhere down the line. Like my God, Xbox. We're gonna have to start it if we ran Xbox. Show Ryan Turford. We probably should. just Like Game Pass comes with oh everything. Oh my come God. On Game Pass. Yes, actually that's a good point. Like why doesn't it come with like games? Like you buy Halo Infinite. Why doesn't it come with a like you remember you used to get like a two week trial for Xbox Live? Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. God, well, it's because they
1: learned people will buy, you know, the Fortnite bundle for a console that comes with V-Bucks instead of a game. They learn they learn that that's the case, so they don't need to bundle a game with it. They, in fact, I think the la- the only time I've seen, you know, Xbox bundle a game with a console in a long time was, you know, the Halo anniversary bundle that they did for uh
0: for hill when it came out like why isn't it coming with like doritos and mountain dew like why aren't you getting two weeks here and there <laughs> just get started. like it's it's so baffling to me because it, it's the center of their entire strategy so like go balls to the wall with it i don't even especially with the commentary that i don't think we covered on this show that uh phil spencer said that they're starting to see like a a flattening they're not seeing the growth that they saw they feel like they've reached everybody it's like reach harder you haven't done everything you haven't you haven't unturned every single stone around you i'm getting a little upset ryan turfer <laughs> my blood pressure my Good god, god. <laughs> please don't come on please phil spencer upset, aaron greenberg is really aaron greenberg come on man you got to do this game pass with every can we just clip this aaron greenberg hi sean capri the xbox drive i would really like to see game pass included with every single console you sell series s series x put it in with games give it to people with like get get people buying mountain dew and doritos get them codes just get it out there man you did it with xbox live do it again you can take over the world i believe in you you big beautiful man there also don't forget to include a coupon for a personal pan pizza from pizza hut in
1: there as I'll, well i'll take just it. Like shredders
0: revenge shit people should yeah. be accidentally signing up for game pass at this point
1: yeah absolutely well and then <sighs> last question i think we're going to tackle this week we'll get to, to the other question in just a second this one comes to us from hopple who asks what games yes we need more games are on your black friday oh. shopping list this this week so Sean, here's the thing for me personally, I kind of have all the games I need at this point. So uh, I, I honestly I don't think I have any games on my Black Friday shopping list. The only one I talked about in the RPG cave. Maybe you're looking at is Pokemon Legends Arceus, but that's not on sale apparently. So uh, I don't even, I don't even think I'll pick that up at this point. Mm. So John, I turn the tables to you, my friend. What Are you picking up any games Black Friday? The blue blur, my
0: friend, Sonic yes. Frontiers. I've got, I've seen it actually on sale already. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm stupidly excited for this game. I don't understand it. I don't, out of nowhere, I've become a bit of a Sonic fan of just like Sonic in general. Like I can't point to you to like the best Sonic game or like, I don't, have like a huge history with it i adore the movies and i watched the second one with my kids this past weekend and we had a great time uh, i liked sonic colors quite a bit sonic frontiers looks like it's just a fun game and that's all i really want these days is just something fun maybe that's why i shouldn't play Pentiment. i don't know if that game is screaming yeah. fun but i mean it is a video game so sonic frontiers top of the list um teenage mutant ninja turtles Kawabunga collection i think was one that you pointed out earlier this year yeah. that really should be there for um for Black Friday. I am missing yeah, sir. Something. I saw that there's like a really good deal for
1: for TMNT. I think it's like half off at a lot of mm. places. So that's a good one. Oh, the other one I, I mentioned I forgot to, to mention as well. The Atari 50th anniversary collection came out this week and it's on sale for ten dollars off. I'm definitely picking that up. So that is one I am buying.
0: Dude, I love this question so much. I feel terrible because I didn't I didn't prepare for it nearly, nearly enough. A lot of games are on Game Pass. Honestly, like, yeah. I do want to play Somerville. That's definitely something. What else have I missed? Um, I could go for some Gotham Knights on, on, uh, Black Friday. I think I could see that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sean, Saints Row and, and, no. uh, Soul Hackers just are waiting for you, Sean. They're both on heavily on sale, uh, during Black Friday. Not necessary. Harvestella. I'm hearing cool things about Harvestella is not the game I expected it to be, by the way. I was watching some people it's stream true. that and that is totally, totally different than what I was expecting. Um, it's, it's literally Final Fantasy with farming. I will be getting a new phone and uh shout out to anybody. This is a public service announcement. I think I've discovered the new secret Ryan Turford, my phone deal, which, you know, we all sign contracts or whatever. We're on a, on a cycle. Uh, My, my phone doesn't actually, my contract doesn't expire until May. I am cutting the cord. I'm going to, whatever it takes, I'm going to, I'm going to, I guess I'll just pay the difference so that it's black Friday every two years is when I'm going to get a new phone. Why haven't we all done this? This is what—that's a really good strategy. Why, like, I'll, I'll take the hit this time, but then every two years, Black Friday, because Best Buy in Canada—if <laughs> you buy it, not sponsored, by the way. We gotta, we gotta, of course, we gotta start getting these spots sponsored. Uh, $150 gift card if you sign up with Telus and a two-year deal with an uh, iPhone 14. Is what I'm going to be doing later on tonight, actually. So nice. I'm very excited about that. Chelsea and I, my wife, are getting new phones, so that's our Black Friday strategy, and also probably new hard drives for my PC, Ryan. I need a, I need a larger uh, NVMe, I think. I kind of I also kind of think I need a, a newer hard drive
1: for my PS5 specifically, because like mm. I have enough space on my Xbox. But my my PS5 is really hurting for space right now. So I think I need to get an MVME drive for it. Ah. So maybe you have those go inside, like I grab one of those. But then last question that we're not going to tackle this week, I knew we weren't gonna have time for this one, Blaze Knight. Um, but I want to at least give you the shout out here. Uh Blaze Knight asks, in it's time for it to plan a wedding. You and your significant other are getting married, and you need an efficient groomsman, bridesman, a ring bearer, and a flower child. However, they all need to come from games playable on Xbox. Who are you picking and why? That's we will actually that on next week's episode it's a great question but i know it's gonna take us like 10 minutes to go through that so uh
0: we're kind of short on time and we'll do that next week but before we go sean Sean Pug Scott. Garrett Bland mentioned in the chat, Dying Light 2. That is indeed at the top of my list. And I will report back on this great Black Friday question because there's tons of end of year sales on Steam and everywhere else. So I'm going to be keeping track of all this stuff. It's all crazy. You can find me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean Lake Connery, Capri like the pants with the absolutely atrocious character, but beautifully illustrated profile picture. Thank you, Lockleth. um I think that's it. Uh, check me out on We The Gamer Cast, which uh, we went over the extra life experience with Justin Masson. We The Gamer Cast is a podcast. That I do I have sweet hangs with strangers from the internet that not nearly enough of you listen to. <laughs> so please check it out. Uh, I never promoted here, but I just wanted to, you know, I think we have a few more listeners over here. So check me out over there. If you like what I do, I have a couple other things to say on another podcast there.
1: Absolutely, my friend. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turford. You can find us on Twitter at Carpool Gaming on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Carpool Gaming and on podcast services around the globe. So for Sean Capri, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been episode 266 of the Xbox Drive And we out. Bye. Bye. The Xbox drive is fueled by patrons over at patreon.com slash And We want to say thank you to our patrons, starting with our ultimate producers, Robbie Bobby Miller, Trucker Sloth, Tony Baker from the Quest for Pixels podcast. Please make sure to subscribe to them over at youtube.com slash Quest for Pixels today. Dallas Ford, the coast of the Blame Game, you can support Dallas over on YouTube to get those guys up over a hundred subs. Jonathan Brown, his new EP from PME called Gems, is available now on Spotify and Apple Music. Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, links are in the show notes. Please make sure to support these ultimate producers, our platinum producers Marcus McCracken and RJ Kern, and our gold members Anna, Cecily Caroza, Dallas Robbins, Drellish. Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, Nagachaka, Skinny Matt, and The Snack Network. Thank you all for all of your support, and if you're interested in signing up, head over to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming and choose the tier that's right for you.